Welcome back to the Data Blitz podcast, everybody. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. We're here today uh, with a great betting preview. I'm excited to dive into some of these games. We've done a DFS preview earlier this week, and I think this is the episode that we've all been waiting for. Uh, finally, our wildcard preview. It seems like we have, as I said, a bunch of good games, a bunch of crazy weather to talk about. Um, and I'm excited to just jump right into it. How's that sound to you? Yeah, let's get started with the playoffs, man. All right. Uh, you want to run us through the games as you always do? Sure. So first game we got this week is the Browns at the Texans. Um, Texans won the South, so they're hosting. They are The Browns are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Um the over-under set at 44.5 with the Browns at minus 125. Who do you got in this one? I think you know who I got in this one. but You got the Texans. I got the Texans. Uh, C.J. Stroud is on one side of the ball. I mean, Joe Flacco has been incredible. But it just feels like C.J. Stroud's kind of the type of guy to go in and get this win here. Um, Texans are at home which I think is a huge advantage and isn't being talked about too much. Uh, I don't know how great the weather is going to be, but if it was being played in Cleveland, the weather would be awful. Um, it looks like, because well, it's a retractable roof, I think it's going to be indoors. Um, I think they made that decision. So no weather right. to talk about. Are we thinking plenty of points here? Well, I was. Um but then I saw that the under is has hit six times and the over has only hit three times this year uh, where the Texans have been at home. Yeah, so and, I think the under will hit just because I think the Browns are going to win. I think the Texans are going to win, but I could totally see under too. I just think the Texans have a better offense. Um, you know, I like Nico Collins this week, even though you talked about not loving him this week. I think, you know, him or... Um, Noah Brown has a good chance to pop off this week. I mean, really going to miss Tank Dell. Um, but they have other guys that can get stuff done. Um, but I think the other side of the ball, there's a lot of potential too. Yeah, I I think the Browns' offense is kind of right up there. Maybe not as good just because of Joe Flacco. Um, I think C.J. Stroud is probably the better quarterback, but... Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl to his name. That wasn't an accident. I mean, he went crazy to get it. So, I mean, he, it could happen again. The Texans' defense has been better, but the Browns' defense has been awesome all year long. Um, so I think this is just going to be a low-scoring game. It kind of seemed like last uh, last week with the Texans against the Colts. The Texans' offense was kind of stagnant outside of a few big plays. Um, so I think against the Browns defense, I think they could struggle. I think your point about them being at home does make sense because just with them at home, they have some sort of advantage, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is going to be a close game, but I like, I like the Browns here and I mean, they're the favorite and I think that's because probably a lot of people are betting on them. Yeah, I can see that point. Um, I think if you do like the Browns, a good bet to place is Joe Flacco over one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, obviously, this game's inside, as we just talked about. Joe Flacco has thrown two or more um, in his last eight postseason appearances. 
which isn't you know too great, but he has had you know some difficulty. But I feel like the past few weeks, um, he's had more than that. Even um, I can't really find the stats right now, and I'm not going to. But yeah, Joe Flacco over one and a half touchdowns feels like a pretty good line if you think he's going to be carrying the team. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Um, especially with the way Njoku stepped up and gotten in the end zone too. I think he's just got weapons, and I think Stroud's kind of searching for weapons now that Tank Dell is out and Noah Brown's banged up. So I think he's searching for something, and you know, if it all clicks, it all clicks, and the Texans could go crazy. But I think the Browns overall as a team are more solid. Yeah, I think they're more well-rounded just because of their defense, but I, that's C.J. Stroud X-Factor for me. Um, do you like any other you know, prop bets or anything like that this week? Um, how about touchdown scores? Um, I just mentioned one of the guys in Joku. Um, another one would be Amari Cooper. Um, you can get plus odds on both. Joku is plus 175, and Amari Cooper's plus 160. So... Those could be good for a same-game parlay. If you like the under like us, take one of those guys and take a team. Yeah. Um, I like Dalton Schultz for his touchdown score. I just think the odds are really good at plus 1,100. You could also go Noah Brown at plus 1,400. Um, you know, maybe we get somebody like Elijah Moore involved in this week. Probably not, as we talked about. But um, <laughs> I think there's a lot of interesting lines here. Not you know, as fun to talk about as some of the other games that we're going to get. I just think this is pretty standard. Good team versus good team. A lot of stuff up in the air. Going to be great to watch. Um, Maybe unlike those, you know, freezing cold games might be a little bit tougher to watch, but there aren't that many plays that I'm willing to make, um, you know, based off of the situations, um, you know, that the game's being played in. Yeah. And I think that, you know, all these weather games, there's going to be so much to talk about. And with one game in particular, I want to get to later. But I do have to say, I have $5 on the Browns to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I don't hate that. I have the Texans in my underdog parlor. I will tease each one as we go along here. I think I got it plus 2500 When? Is it 2,500? When would you get plus plus 2,500? When did you place it? Um, Last weekend, as soon as I found out they were playing the Texans. Huh. This is not too bad. Could be interesting. Do you want to roll on into the next game here? Yes, sir. Next game, Dolphins-Chiefs. This is our Saturday night game. Uh, it'll be a cool one, <laughs> as you said. Um, it's going to be zero degrees, so this will be a fun game to watch. Um, both teams are there for a reason. They're awesome to watch. They're good teams. We got Mahomes and uh, you know Tua going against each other. We'll see if Tua can throw a spiral in this weather, but um, I think it's going to be a running game, and I think we kind of both talked about that. Yeah, I think a running game favors the Dolphins in a funny way. I know that they're probably not as used to the weather. Um, I totally agree. But I am actively placing a 
a parlay. Um, you ready for it? Under 44 and a half. Dolphins to win. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown. A-Chan, anytime touchdown. Mostert, anytime touchdown. Plus 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that hits, that's crazy. I mean, you know, you got to think that it's going to be a running game. Uh, Pacheco runs a little bit more aggressive, so I think it's going to favor him. Um, but the other two guys are also great running backs. They're going to have hopefully some fresher and warmer legs. Um, I don't know, you know, how the heating works on the NFL sideline, but I think it'll be a little bit warmer on the sideline than it will be on the field. Um, and so I think switching those two guys out um, should, you know, lead to some great offense for the Dolphins. Yeah, I see this game going um, one of two ways. One is that Mahomes and the Chiefs just like click for no reason and win this game. Yeah, the other that. one is the Dolphins are just the better team and they should win the game. Um, they're more well-rounded, I think. The Chiefs have a great defense. Their offense has been solid. Um, but you get a couple turnovers, which is kind of what this Miami defense does. I, I think you're in business. Yeah, I think that would definitely do something. I think maybe a lot of fumbles this game. Is there any fumble bets out there? Not a bad play at all. Probably will yeah. be a fumble. It's hard to hold on to the ball in the cold. Yeah. I don't see any too much, but I'm expanding my prop bet as we speak to just get crazy odds because I think it could be one of those games where you get those crazy odds and you kind of work out. So we'll see if that ends up working for me. I like the logic. I got, I took what I previously had and then I added, um, over 65 and a half for Isaiah Pacheco and under 82 and a half for Tyreek Hill. And that's plus 4,500, 45,000. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to use the same game parlay uh, boost to get plus 58,500. So 10 bucks <laughs> to win 5,860. Ugh, you're a madman. Could happen. I, I honestly see the under hitting for sure. I don't know if all the touchdown scores are going to happen. Um, but yeah, who wants that's to tackle what I'm most concerned about. any of these guys? Uh, that that's that's a funny parlay. I'm going to wager twenty five to win fourteen thousand six hundred and fifty. <laughs> 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 totally see that. Uh, that is or just, just a cash absolutely out. outrageous. <laughs> Man, okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you get up over a couple grand, we'll be talking. Yeah, if I get up over a thousand, I'm probably gonna cash it. Um, but that's the play. I'm excited to watch this game. Um, I'm actually gonna be on the plane. I think for the first hour and 45 minutes. Actually, just for the first hour. Um, so not looking forward to that part. Maybe I'll be able to get it. Uh, this one's the one on Peacock though, right? I think so. Oh, so I'm probably not going to be able to watch it. How does that make you feel, the Peacock deal? I don't really care. I have Peacock. <laughs> 
Oh. Must be nice. <laughs> I don't know. Just sign up for the one-week free trial and then just cancel it. Oh, I'm not going to do that if I can't watch it on the plane. I might be able to, though. We'll see. But that's annoying. I, I'm i very pro-Dolphins here. I think plus 190 is free. Yeah, I still think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I do too. But Dolphins have stepped up a lot. Um, and I think the Chiefs, yeah, everybody expects Patrick Mahomes to go nuts. And this weather is kind of what's limiting him. And you know, that entire mentality of expecting Patrick Mahomes to go nuts is what I think has them favored um, just because the playoffs is Patrick Mahomes. But you know, if the weather actually limits him, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think his wide receivers limit him too. Yeah, I do feel like Travis Kelsey could have a good game. Because um, who yeah, wants to tra- tackle Travis Kelsey right now? But All right, maybe I'll throw that the in next the game. Ne- what would you say? Maybe I'll throw that in the parlay. <laughs> 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 no, I think I'm, I'm done. I you need to stop. <laughs> Probably won't let you add another leg. Um, Steelers and Bills. Uh, Bills are nine and a half point favorites, which is actually changed from the other day. Um, I think it's probably in response to the weather. Um, and so is the over-under at 34 and a half. Bills are minus 500 money line. Um, so how does this weather, uh, you said it's going to be like a foot of snow. How does this affect how close this game could be? So I saw, yeah, foot of snow. I, I'm seeing 29 miles per hour uh, winds, but I think it might get up to like 65 mile per hour gusts. Um, this game is kind of reminding me of when the Bills played the Patriots a couple years ago. Uh, was that even last year? No, I think it was two years ago. Um, Mac Jones. I think that was Mac's rookie year. Yeah, he had like zero pass attempts or like six or something insanely low. Um and they ended up winning that game. But I think Buffalo is kind of built, you know, with a better rushing attack. Um, you know, pretty good tight ends as well. Pittsburgh doesn't really rely on their passing game as much. Um, but I think Buffalo, you know, James Cook, you were talking about Leonard Fournette as, you know, potential uh, Lombardi Lenny coming back. But I think I'm still favoring Buffalo in this weather. Um, by a significant amount. The over-under here is set at 34.5. I think I would even take the under here, too. Yeah, if the wind is in that neighborhood, like, as soon as you're going upwind, um, you're absolutely screwed. Um, I think depending on the snow is really where we have to draw the line here because I think if you're against the wind at any point, I think that whatever team is on the other side would just go down the field and score points. But if they're not going to be able to pass the ball because of the snow, then yeah, definitely the under. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very interested to see how this one plays out. I like um, a couple props here. I think, you know, as we talked about, I think Deontay Johnson has a decent chance of maybe doing something if they're able to throw the ball. But um, James Cook, Josh Allen, 
touchdown scorers, Josh Allen's plus 100. It's kind of the first time that I've seen getting him in the plus in like seven weeks, and he's scored a bunch of touchdowns. So um, definitely taking Josh Allen plus 100. Willing to parlay that with uh, James Cook plus 140. I'm going to stay away from the Steelers. I could realistically see them getting shut out. Um, but, you know, maybe Mason Rudolph does something, but probably not. Yeah, there's not a whole lot for props that I like in this game, just because I think this game is so unpredictable in terms of what the game script could be. Um, so just for that reason, I'm staying away from props on this one. But if you were to take like a touchdown score, yeah, Josh Allen at plus 100, that just makes sense. Just take that. I got, additionally, Josh Allen under one and a half passing touchdowns, uh, minus 180. Don't think he hits uh, more than one there. Dalton Kincaid over 33 and a half yards is pretty good play at minus 115. And then James Cook at minus 120 uh, for over 64 and a half yards. Puts you at plus 2,500. That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. Five to win one thirty. Yeah, that's a nice little payout. Yeah, not not fifteen thousand, but I think <laughs> yeah. As long as you're staying away from the Steelers here, the Steelers are just so unpredictable in this game. So unpredictable, kind of in general. Um, and then we add the weather into the the play. So, but they stay. You could probably make a lot of money on the Steelers if you get everything right, but. You could say that about any team, so. But they stink, though. They do stink. Yes, that's correct. I mean, maybe the one thing I would take is Jalen Warren over on his rushing yards. Um, you talked about him potentially getting involved in the passing game. Um, don't know if they're even going to be able to throw out, you know, those, those dump-offs. It's going to be really hard with that wind. So his rushing over-under is set at 36-and-a-half. Um I'm comfortable with that over, I think. Yeah, I like that too. Do you want to move on to the next game or we got anything else here? Um, I don't think there's too much else going on here. I think we kind of covered how it's just it's gonna be unpredictable. Um What was your take on what's his name? Pickens didn't he get Pro Bowl or something? I think. Let's see. Or like, or like, didn't he make a? Let me look. He led the NFL in yards per catch. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's what it was. I don't know. Um. Yeah. George Pickens good. George Pickens is pretty good. Um. I don't know if he's, like, great like everybody thinks. I think if he was great, we'd probably see a little bit more out of him. But that's such a hard situation with the quarterback play there in Pittsburgh. Um, But, you know, Deontay Johnson's been able to do it for years. So I'm interested to see if they, you know, potentially bring somebody else in this year. Perhaps, as we talked about, Justin Fields or uh, Kirk Cousins. Or Jimmy Garoppolo, or like all one of those like mid guys, just to help get the offense at least 
passable so the defense and TJ Watt can try to win them games. Um, I do think it'd probably be best if they went into a full rebuild, but George Pickens probably wouldn't do great with that. Um, so I think just getting some new QB plan would help him out a lot. Yeah, 100%. Um, they're definitely going to bring in a, a new quarterback for next year, without a doubt. Um, so the next game we have is the Packers and the Cowboys. Cowboys are minus 7, um, over-unders at 50.5, and, and Cowboys are minus 340. What do you like here, Mr. Packer? Man, I would like to win. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think... The Packers have been good this year. The Packers have been, you know, able to take down a couple good teams. And plus two sixty feels a little bit disrespectful with the seven point spread. Um, a lot of bets are on Dallas though, so maybe I'm in the wrong. I think C.D. Lamb has a pretty good potential to score a touchdown. He is minus one seventy, so you're not really going to get much for that. Um. Aaron Jones has been more involved recently. I don't know about a touchdown because he cost me a fantasy championship by not scoring a touchdown, but potentially 73 and a half yards is not that bad. It's pretty high though. Um, if I were to take this as an unbiased fan, I would say that you know probably the uh, Cowboys win and probably rely on their running backs to drain the clock in the second half if they are up. Um, I, I would like this to be a close game, but I really just don't know. I, I haven't trusted the Packers that much recently. Um, so we'll see if it even happens. Yeah, I think Dallas will probably end up winning this game like 31 to 20. And what's going to happen is the Packers are just going to kind of struggle to get points. Um, and I think that's because they're not going to be able to run the ball. So... I think Dallas definitely pulls this one out, but I think you could potentially go under on this one. The Packers' defense has been kind of solid. Yeah, it has been. Um, Jordan Love's been solid too, so I wouldn't hate, you know, he's minus 120 for over one and a half touchdowns, a passing touchdown, so I wouldn't hate that. Um, Dax, minus 210. I don't... I mean, he probably throws more than one but you know i don't love that 280 yards is a lot uh with the packers defense so we'll see um i'm definitely staying away from this game for betting though i don't really like to bet on my own teams yeah you bet against them that way you're happy either way i don't do that either but you know i think <laughs> all in all successful season for the packers jordan love um you know even if we get blown out by Dallas. Jordan Love has been great, um, better than expected. He had a little rough patch, but, and then, you know, we saw the rookie receivers come in and some of the younger guys as well uh, really show out. I think we need to figure out the running game next year and maybe sure up the O-line a little bit. Um, but defensively, I think we're good as long as we fire Joe Barry. Um, so I think that's, that's it. Um, a lot of lessons learned this year, though. Yeah, I think the Packers came a long way this year. kind of looked like they hit a rough spot at the beginning that was going to kind of tank this thing, but Jordan Love has been awesome. Um, but I'm sorry, they're not going to win this game. 
They could. <laughs> if they win this game, do they play the who do they play? They probably play end the up Niners. playing Yeah, the Niners. Yikes. The Niners always end Packers seasons. So I could totally see that happening because the Packers do beat the Cowboys a lot. They're going to put Dak in the NFC Championship game against the Niners, and he's going to drop the ball, and we're all going to be like, no, Dak, you, why do you stink? Do? <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I mean, you can obviously go with a prop on CD or literally any of these Green Bay wide receivers because you never know which one's going to catch one, it seems like. Um, if you were to bet on one, I guess you would say Jaden Reed because he's more likely. I like Dontavian Wicks, too. Yeah, he's been looking actually pretty good. Yeah, he's, um, you know, for touchdown, Jaden Reed's plus 160. Dontavian Wicks is all the way down at 310. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, definitely worth considering. Not really. I'll bet it. I'll bet that. Three bucks on it. Um... Yeah, I'm excited for this game, though. I think it's a, it's a good timed game. What is it, 2.30? Or it's 4.30. Uh, 4.30 in the east. Yeah. I'm in mountain time right now, so it'll be 3.30 for me when I'm back home. That's pretty good. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm jealous, I'm jealous of the times you get games because whenever oh. these Sunday night games end, it's like, dude. There's nothing um, better barely awake yeah i mean games and uh like thursday night monday night and sunday night games end at like 10 maybe 10 30 um so you can Perfect. actually get to bed at a reasonable time which is so great uh probably the best thing that i you know have experienced since moving to the, the central time area and then kickoff is at uh noon which is pretty great too. So for Mountain Time last week, um, kickoff was at eleven, and it's like that's your whole day. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine what West West Coast people are like. Where you wake up, and you know maybe you wake up at eight if you're like a productive human on a Sunday, um, but then you have like two hours, and then it's football time. You gotta you have to sit on the couch for seven hours. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'd rather have it later than earlier. But anyways, I like we're going off on a tangent. I like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you want to go to the Rams Lions game? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So Lions are three point favorites. Over unders fifty one and a half minus one sixty five money line on the Lions. Um, this game scares me. I want the Lions to win so badly. But the Rams are hot. Yep. I have the Rams in my underdog parlay. Um, so this is the last team in the underdog parlay. I kept the Packers out just to avoid you know, any spoilers or anything like that. But it's just Dolphins, Rams, Texans gives you plus 1,300. Um, DraftKings is doing no free ads, but DraftKings is doing a parlay boost. So I boosted that to plus 1,770. Um, so... Got ten bucks to win one ninety ish. Pretty easy. That's pretty solid. I think I think all these teams are in sort of a pick 'em. Um, 
So about a 50-50 chance for each of these teams to hit, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't I don't mind that if you're going to try to get some odds going here. Um, yeah, I can definitely see that making sense. Yeah, so a lot of good opportunities here. I think this is the over game. This is the overlock. Um, yes. Yeah, if we went over, I like the Rams um, just because I feel like Matt Stafford has been more consistently not bad um, than Jared Goff. Jared Goff has had a few games this year where he's thrown you know, multiple interceptions and it kind of hinders their entire offensive identity, um, You know, especially against Packers and the Bears. And I think they had one other game where they were pretty bad. Um, so I don't know. I could see it going either way, though. You got any props or anything like that you like? Well, I was just going to say about the over um i don't see a world where both these teams don't score 24 points so one of them is going to score more than 24 points um i think one of them gets to 30 so there's your over i don't i don't see why the rams can't do it i don't see why the lions can't do it yeah i agree uh both these offenses are really good and Lions defense isn't great. Rams defense has a couple great players, but really overall isn't that good. Um, so. so a couple props here. You have Stafford and Goff over two and a half. Um, individually, Stafford is plus 250, and Goff is plus 325 um, for passing touchdowns. So it's a lot of touchdown passes, but you're getting good odds for it. Cool. Is that alternate passing touchdowns? I can't find that. <laughs> yeah that's that's alternate um i think it's starting i think it's starting at one and a half yeah one and a half isn't bad you got minus 135 for golf and minus 150 for stafford yeah but if you're looking for some odds i'm go to the go to the over two and a half i'm going a little bit nuts on the parlay this week shocking um <laughs> but it's like glitching and not even loading. But I have uh, over, obviously. Um, I took the Rams, so you can switch that out whatever way you think. Cooper Cup, anytime touchdown score is plus 120. Amon Ra, anytime touchdown score is plus 105. Jameer Gibbs is minus 150. Puka is plus 110. Jared Goff, over one and a half touchdowns, is minus 135. Matt Stafford is minus 150. And then both of their yards over are minus 115. I mean, I just threw in like 40 plus yards for Monra. Uh, so that gives you plus 7,000. Send that to me. Sure. You're in the betting group. <laughs> um, yeah, I like Monra touchdown here. Uh, we talked about him on daily, and we said that he's going to take over another gear of volume in this game. Because he has to if Laporta's not mm-hmm. playing. So and Laporta might. Amon Ride. Yeah, they're gonna leave it open until right before game time. Um, but I think Amon Ride either way, it's not a bad bet. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think this game kind of runs through Amon Ra if the Dol- er, Dolphins, if the Lions win. Um, so I'm interested to see how that works out. Yeah, Monroe is going to get paid. 
You think is he up for a contract? He's probably next year, maybe, or maybe this offseason. Huh. He's going to get so much money. Um, I'm excited to see how that works out for him. Could Let's cripple see. the Lions? Are people saying that maybe Amon Ross is too good to stay on the Lions? Yeah, he's in, he's in the last year of his contract next year. Like this 2024 next regular season. He might be one of the highest so, in the league. Yeah, he could get I, a lot. Yeah, I would argue that he get, he becomes the highest paid in the league when he signs his contract. It would probably last for like two months. But yeah, and then did CD pay, get paid yet? I don't know. I have such a hard time keeping think up so. with when you know, contracts and when people are you know due for the next contract and stuff. And I, want to figure that out but i can't i think cd is this offseason cd's getting paid this offseason i thought he already did i think he's like he like signed an extension no no not at all yeah wow yeah he's under contract this next year his fifth year option though is 18 million so that's yeah, that's solid bad. but right. he'll he'll get that money yeah easily all right sir we are already down to our last game it's a monday night game yes it is they got screwed because they're like the worst matchup so um the eagles and the bucks what the heck is going on here? Eagles are minus three, over under 43 and a half, minus 160 money line. Um, personally, I have a bet on the Bucks. I am kind of staying away from this game. Could see the argument for placing a, a high value parlay on the Eagles, though, um, just in case, you know, they pop off and actually get back into form. Don't see that happening. I don't think Jalen Hurts has even thrown a ball this week. AJ Brown deleted all of his Eagles stuff off of his uh, Twitter or Instagram. Sounds like he might be asking for a trade this offseason. There's a little bit of a rumor. Um, Do you think he hired somebody to delete all that? Because that's a lot of work. I would I would definitely hire somebody to do all that for me, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think he does it. He's done it before. He's only been on the Eagles for like what two years, so I don't know. Um, I hate this game. Actually, it's gonna be fun to watch, but I hate this game for betting. I, I don't think have it'll no be idea fun what's to watch. Happen. You don't? <laughs> no. Um, with how the Eagles have been playing, if they play like that, it's a really boring brand of football, and the Buccaneers' offense is just fun when Mike Evans catches the ball. So I think this is going to be a defensive game. I like the under, um, even with them being in Tampa, which is pretty nice, but I don't see both of these teams getting over 20 points. Yeah, I could see that. Um, one thing to keep an eye on is Jalen Hurts' passing props aren't available right now. So we don't even know, you know if he's going to be healthy enough to really throw the ball a whole bunch. I think they're waiting to put the lines out before they figure that out. So 
just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I'd be worried about that too. I mean, good luck gripping the football, especially if you have to go play somewhere cold eventually. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I don't know. I think whoever wins this game loses in the next round, so I'm not that concerned about it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what do you think the Eagles do in terms of their future direction? I think you got to run it back. Um, I think they could move off of some of their older guys, but run back Jalen Hurts. It's not like they're going to get rid of him. Um, I don't know. They don't really have that much draft capital to rebuild with. Not, not, no um, cap space. Like, what can they do besides maybe get some value for the guys that might not be in their window anymore? Uh, Jason Kelsey's probably going to retire. I don't know. It's not It's not good for them. I feel like the window's closing. I think the window's already kind of closed. Um, I think this was kind of their last year to really get it going um, in terms of the type of players they were able to sign and bring in. Um, cause their cap space is going to run out quick now that Jalen Hurts contract is going to kick in. Um, so I don't know what they do because, you know, AJ Brown is what, 27, 28. I think he's 27, but I'm not totally sure. <laughs> so like you have a few more years out of him that'll definitely be really good. And Devonte Smith is there. And I mean, Jalen Hurts has worked with these guys well before, so it can't not work, but I mean, there's guys on the offensive line that they're going to have to replace. And I think we saw a little bit of that this year um, with some injuries that happened, but I don't know. Jason Kelsey gone leaves a hole. Uh, their defense is a hole in general, um, except for Jalen Carter. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this off season. Do you think they could move off of Sirianni? Yeah, I heard that if they lose this weekend, he's like definitely out. And if they don't lose, there's still a pretty good chance. Um, I don't really think that the season collapse was his fault, but always need somebody to blame and move on from. Yeah, what I've been hearing from some Philly fans is that Sirianni was not the mastermind. It was the coordinators, and that um, he's just a rah rah kind of guy. Yeah, that seems to work sometimes. But I think if you lose momentum, um, you you kind of stall out, and you can't get it back with a rah rah guy. You need like game plan and you know stuff like that to actually get out of a hole. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think that's kind of what they're pointing to is like the offense and the play calling and the defensive play calling. Like, I think they're thinking none of it's very good. That's tough. But, you know, hopefully that they find some more direction offensively, defensively next year. Um, could have good fantasy implications. I know that they were decent, just kind of A.J. Brown and, you know, maybe Jalen Hurts for a lot of the season were decent. And then now everybody's fallen off a cliff. So. We'll see what that. Or they could, or they could bring it all back together. You know, who knows? They could. They could. 
be interesting. I guess that's why we'll watch this game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I haven't yeah. got nothing going Regardless. Uh, all right. So definitely a shorter episode today, but got to dive into some of the you know, playoffs and talk implications for the future about some of these results. Um, it's only going to get shorter from here on out. we got to figure out the offseason still. Yeah. Um, should I give the parlay for the week? Go for it. All right. So we got the Browns over the Texans, the Dolphins over the Chiefs, Bills over the Steelers, Cowboys over the Packers, Lions over the Rams, and the Bucks over the Eagles at plus 28.59. Um, that's pretty solid, I think, um, for that many legs. So that's what I got going this weekend. Yeah, that is pretty good. Um, I'm you had Bucks over Eagles. I'm duplicating that right now. Yeah, because I've been burned by the Eagles three times in the last three weeks. So yeah, they're, they're tough, but I think that's great. Um, we'll see how it ends up for you. Yeah, hopefully, well, because these fucking Eagles. Yeah, man. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can call an episode here. Uh, just a reminder that the content in the episode is for entertainment and informational purposes only and is not intended as definitive betting or fantasy sports advice. Appreciate everybody for tuning in.